Hello and welcome to Time Buster Training. This is a series to inspire and inform you on your fitness journey. So I'm going to be interviewing um, industry experts, inspirational people I've had the pleasure of meeting on my journey in the industry and tri Time Buster Training tribe members who are in our community and absolutely smashing their fitness goals and their community um, involvement with us. So today we're talking to Taz. Hi Taz, how are you doing? Hey Stu, how are you going? I had the pleasure of working with Taz at Team Bootcamp. We're going to have the founder of Team Bootcamp on um, in a couple of weeks. And we're going to be talking for 20 minutes about his perspective and his journey and his fitness and health um, life. Okay, so Taz, you know the format. I've got a Casio here, a PTI, and a personal trainer's um, gold dust. So it's got stop, start, continue. We've got 20 minutes. Are you happy to start? I'm always happy. Awesome. So let's go, 20 minutes. Right, Taz, I know a lot about your story and um, we had the pleasure of working together at team and introduce yourself. Nobody knows who you are, so give us a flavour of who you are, where you're coming from and off you go. Cool, uh, well like you say, uh, my name's Taz. I used to be a, a PT uh, for about nine years. Um, I had the, the pleasure of working with Stu at Team Bootcamp, a wonderful place where I learned quite a lot. Um, and pretty much... I've had my own fitness sort of journey. Uh, when I was younger, when I was 21, I was hitting around 21, 22 stone. Um, I'm quite a tall guy anyway, but I really wasn't carrying it uh, too well. Um, really unhealthy. Um, <clears throat> had a bit of a, a, a setback, being told sort of like I couldn't do a skydive when I was traveling because I was too fat, uh, which I really didn't like. So I didn't like being told um, I was too fat or my weight was something that was holding me back. Uh, so I came back from uh, from traveling um, and literally just got straight into it, um, full mindset change um, and got myself in, in shape and we'll, we'll cover that kind of stuff, um, I'm sure. Um, yeah, lots of, along the road, some, some personal struggles that happened, um, but I managed to keep myself strong and going through uh, keeping fitness as a, uh, as a crutch. Um, and then delivering that through to other people and, and try and inspire and, and motivate other people along the way, really. Um, it's only till recently that I left the, uh, the fitness industry um, as, a, uh, as a worker. Um, I'm lucky enough to get my dream job working as a firefighter, hence the moustache. Um, so, yeah, so I, I just keep going and trying to keep myself fit and healthy and, and still hopefully inspire some others. Well, in the military, there's an in-joke that all the firefighters um, just play volleyball all the time. Is that an in-joke in City Street as well? Uh, it's not volleyball, it's darts at the moment. Darts, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They've taken all of our sports stuff away. <laughs> so just tell me, go back to, you hear some people on their fitness journeys and that we talk about and we, we preach a lot about finding your why. Um, just go back to that. I, I've forgotten that one of the key points in your sort of turnaround was that skydive. So yeah. was that the only thing? Was that the thing that really kind of, because a lot of people say they have lots of pain yeah. and lots of issues, but it's it takes one thing. Is that, tell us more about that. Yeah, so, uh, no, it wasn't the only thing, uh, you know. Um, I mean, we we talk about, uh, you know, a lot, and one of the things we bring up is like checking your reality. Um, and now I think back, I only heard that term not long ago, um, and it was actually at, at boot camp where I heard check your reality. Um, there's a whole thing about there are signs showing you that you're getting a bit unhealthy and, and, and things like that. And 
when I look back, there were hell of, a hell of a good lot of signs that I wasn't doing well. Like, uh, you know, I was drinking a lot. I was at university and I just played everything off. So I used to play rugby. Um, I was big. So, yeah, it's fine. I can play rugby. I'm big, fat, run, you know, <laughs> it's yeah. pretty much what it was. And um, little little things like always being out, like, out of breath trying to get to one of the classes on one of the higher floors in the, in the uni blocks and stuff. Um, and play it off as a joke and um yeah I was, I was really unhappy at the time um but yeah it came out of nowhere with that uh skydive because i was you know enjoying my life i was traveling i've been to australia new zealand met some fantastic people some really great experiences and uh, i didn't realize how much i wanted to do a skydive until i was told i couldn't do it oh, right. um so uh yeah, so when they told me, I was with my friend Lucy at the time, um, and I didn't even consider the fact that my weight might hold me back. Um, and it wasn't exactly, they're not very PC over in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, so it's kind of like, oh, you, you're too too big, too fat to, to do it, you're too heavy. And I was like, oh, okay, by, by a little? And he's like, no, quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, cheers, mate. Um, so I went and threw myself off a bridge doing a bungee jump. Um, but I wasn't allowed to go off a plane. So, so at that point, you weren't in. Obviously, we, I know that you've obviously you really fully embraced the fitness. Obviously, you've got. Uh, I'm so like you've got so much knowledge now. Um, and, and I remember when we worked together. I, I love the fact that yours is up to date. And what I mean by that is, obviously, I, I went to uni, did a sports degree, but that was a long, long time ago. Um, so I kind of like the way. And again, this whole thing is about people storytelling, and, and I love. Yeah. Rather than going into the science of stuff, and, and that's important, but in, in our target market, in our boot campers and in our time with the trainers, it, it's more like drip feeding the basics and habit yeah. changes and implementing something rather than nothing. So at yeah. that point, you didn't have the knowledge you have now. So where no. did you go or what did you implement or what did you start with? Uh, well, I, I had a basic. So... Um... The irony of me being at uni was I was doing a sports and exercise science degree, uh, and I and I was actually at my heaviest and most unhealthy. It was no, I don't think I knew that. You know that. See, that's, that's how good it was. Um, <laughs> but no, it was you know I went to went to uni, um, and it was I probably wasn't in the right mindset to to be learning. You know, I kind of went to uni not through like, I wasn't like pushed into uni, but it was kind of I was guided into it. I think originally I wanted to do some form of apprenticeship and go and do something like electrician or plumber, but I kind of got egged on to go into the university. So, and I don't regret it for a minute. You know, I love my time there, some great friends and, and great experience. And it was a springboard going forward. Um, but yeah, when I came back from traveling and I just kind of went through all my old notes, my um, uni like lecture slides and stuff like that um, and kind of brushed up. But then I just kept going. I didn't, you know, I didn't like this. I've been to uni, I've got a knowledge, you know, I don't need to learn anymore. Because um, that is not learning at all. You, you know, the more you learn, the more you realise you don't know. Yeah. Um, so I kept on learning, I, I looked into everything. I did get sucked into the men's health side of things. So like, you know, all the flashy lights and abs in five minutes. I was like, Everyone on those abs in five minutes did not get abs in five minutes. You know, it's it's been it's been a year's stuff. So don't don't you know don't get me started on that. But um, yeah, I read into it. I went and did my PT um, after a year of training. Um, you know, I was kind of 
just figuring things out myself, really. Um, a lot of trial and error, uh, a, a lot, a lot of trial and error. Um, and then I went and did my um, PT sort of course at a place called the European Institute of Fitness that was just at the Lillishaw National Sports Centre. Um, really in depth, like I, I know some PT qualifications you can get in weekends or, you know, real quick turnarounds, but this place was on par with degree level um, anatomy, physiology, you know, biomechanics, um, clinical populate. Like it was a lot, a lot more in depth than I was expecting. And I think I learned more doing that than I did on my degree. Right. Um, so, you know, I really embraced that. Yeah, I just kept learning. Um, and I've always had that kind of mindset. Um, like I, I always feel like the, the imposter syndrome. Um, so being a big guy to start with, losing weight, um, I always felt like I was never fit enough to be a personal trainer. I was never, you know, I didn't have the body or the physique to be a personal trainer and all the rest of it. And uh, there's a guy, um, uh, James Smith, he, he's always saying about like the PT bod that doesn't exist. Like, you know, just because you've got a good body doesn't mean you're a good PT. Yeah. Like um, racing car drivers, you know, like mechanics know how that car works in and out and all the ins and outs doesn't mean they can beat Lewis Hamilton, does it? You know, it's, yeah. um, so that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, so then I went, I've done things like the UKSCA workshops for my strength and conditioning, um, did a master's in strength and conditioning, um, and then learning for other people. Like I said, like I've mentioned um, uh, James Smith, but people like uh, Dr. Mike, uh, Martin McDonald, uh, Phil Graham, people like that, they are all titans of industry going through it all and, and cutting out a lot of the bull crap as well, which is what really yeah you got me yeah so i just always learning and i just yeah, that, that's that's what we're saying that it's an industry isn't it like said, that the more you look into it the more you know you don't you realize you don't know mm. and again i kind of but i've said this a couple of times but i kind of put the physical fitness and your ability and your fitness in kind of like a one to ten scale and i'm really passionate about working with people a lot of the stuff i see out there is aimed at eight nines and tens so the, the higher echelons of fitness yeah, um, that we've had exposure to people um, that are at the lower end, and and I'm kind of working with people who are under five, but we're inspiring them to be a five and maybe push on to be a six or a seven. Yeah. Um, and and I, I sometimes say that about the um, your fingerprint, all, all our fingerprints are unique, and that's exactly the same as your fitness journey. Um, and and you're right. What there'll be so much things, so many things that you know that aren't relevant to you. Um, ways of training, ways of eating, and and I, we always say, don't we, about go and find something you enjoy doing first, um, yeah. and, and and resonate with. So, you've had clients yourself, um, and yeah. you've worked with lots and lots of people. And um, what are the common things that you kind of see people do wrong? Uh, I'm not going to say wrong. I'm going to say learning points. Good, like that. That was a little sad. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where you're going to pick that up. <laughs> yeah, um, self pressure. I think. I think the bit that's the biggest thing, and I'm a, I'm an absolute um, advocate of it as well. Is I'm always putting too much pressure on. Um, you know, some people I need like they'll get a target in their head, and it doesn't matter what it is, um, and they will place their value on if they achieve that target or not, um, and it ends up crushing them. You know, it's, it's rather than being like, okay, I haven't. Like if they failed a lot, like, oh, I failed. Um, I went out and got levered on a Friday night and, oh, you know, I've ruined it. But 
it's only failed or it's only completely ruined if they completely stop. You can always pick up where you left off. Okay, this time uh, I'm not going to go out on Friday and get completely smashed. I'm going to try and I'm, I'll change the drinks I have. You know, it's it's never perfect. It's just better is what we what I, I told them to go for. And once they get into that kind of mindset of okay, you know, I screwed up, back to it. You know, it, the the time different the time between that initial blip to when you get back on the um on the horse as such is it gets smaller you know so you can have a have a whatever you fancy but yeah so self-pressure and demonizing food as well is, is your big ones okay so, so how how do you how do you um suggest people overcome those things uh, what are your tools or stories or have you got any sort of people that have, have gone from like one extreme to another um yeah i mean the biggest tool i've got is is kind of listening to them as well like I, we joke in the, in the industry of uh of pts and stuff but um a good uh, my my view is that a good pt is one who listens more and talks less mm. um so you you can take on what they're saying and what they're you know what each client's different like you said the fitness journey is different um and while they say they um you know they want to say for instance um my premium sort of clientele sort of like middle-aged females um and one of their big things was that you know they wanted to drop a dress size or two or things like that and um yeah. you then you kind of look into the why and, and a lot of times it gets into the quite the emotional sort of side of things um because if you just kind of going in for the fitness and you, you're doing just a training plan and you're telling them eat that not this it's just like putting a, a, a bandage over a crack in the wall it's it's not going to fix the problem yeah. um and i'm not saying like we fix people but we make them you know it's kind of you make them realize what the problems are sometimes like the five whys if you if you ask yourself why and answer each why uh, truthfully and honestly you get to the bottom of of, of the root cause a lot of the time um but yeah, they need to be in that place as well to have that conversation with themselves. That's why as well, just to, um, I know you're not in the actual private um, timeless training group, but that's why I, I put a lot of emphasis on, on, and this is why this has come out as well, is that sharing stories. Yeah. Um, because we've got Motivation Monday and Feedback Friday. And as much as that's cheesy, it, it works. And, and people sharing and, and thinking one, it's going to help inspire them, but it's all going to, always going to help inspire and make other people think as well. <clears throat> so um, people are, all the stuff I do, it's it's 20% is the time bus to training and fitness, and 80% is actually surrounding yourself with like-minded people, and listening to people like yourself talk about your perspectives, your learnings, and it makes people think about, oh, how's that relevant to me? Yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit now. Go on then. So I remember a really impactful story that you used to tell when we worked together. I'd like if you can remember it and share it. Um, do you remember the fire story about energy? No. Do you know? <laughs> so about putting um, putting fire and um, putting coal on a fire, and if you if you put too much coal on. Oh, you mean nutrition-wise? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, so back, uh, I think we were, we were talking about calories and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. So it's the same with the with the fire. Funnily enough, fire, fire, no. Um, but <laughs> it, it was meant to be, meant to be. So I, what I was saying was, um, with the fire, you'd imagine the fire as your metabolism, basically. That's essentially what we uh, we kind of categorise it as anyway. So it's burning energy. It's you know, it's torching fat. That's that's what we talk about with uh, metabolism. So what I was saying was. People didn't seem to get this this notion of uh, if you over overfeed a fire with coal, it will just put it out. It, it, it will, you know, I know it's a bit oversimplification, but it will just dampen it, and it's hard for you to then burn through it and and to keep going. And then you just keep putting more coal on and more coal. So it's just what I was trying to say was um, as soon as we when you get into a, a calorie deficit, you know. You're still feeding the fire, you know, but it's just being burnt up uh, a lot easier. That was, I was kind of a, yeah. must have been on an inspirational rampage with uh, <laughs> analogies. There's been a couple of, there's been a couple. Have you got any other, others that stand out? No, you've got a few good ones. Oh, sabotage. Yeah, that Great was one. my, yeah. my, my we've got so, so we've got four we've got minutes. Sabotage, then I'll do something to finish. That's fine. Uh, so when people say like cheating on, um, on a meal you know like i have a cheat meal a cheat day um you know and it used to used to really like annoy me because you're not cheating anyone like to cheat is to gain advantage unlawfully uh, or you know by a means of deception um but when you cheat meal or you cheat uh you know a cheat day you're not gaining anything you're actually losing you know you're sabotaging so that's why i said it's not cheat days they're sabotage days yeah. But on that, don't don't get me wrong. Go for a burger and enjoy yourself. You can't live eating lettuce all day. Like it's yeah. that's another story. Yes, <laughs> yeah, it's so true, isn't it? And and again, I've just um, listened to a podcast recently, and it's reminded me because I'm always learning about all the other perspectives and all the other stories I've heard over the time. Um, about and I, and I did a, a, a Facebook Live a couple of weeks ago in the group about demonising food. Mm-hmm. And we focus on all the stuff we can't eat. And we should really be working on all the stuff we can eat. And, and you're saying that shift of focus, that shift of focus of there's so many things you can do over yeah. focusing on, on all the things you can't do. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I know we've got was it, a few minutes left, but uh, my, one of my biggest takeaways um, with, like, of this is that, like, like I said, it's years ago now. So, I'm, so 11 years ago is when I initially started to lose well I, I lost my weight I lost six stone in seven months I think it was um just because I absolutely hammered it and I was dedicated to the course I was just that's what I wanted it, it was like an all-consuming desire to get fitter um and I got into something like the best shape of my life um fast forward 10 years so even to begin or middle of last year um I've had like, I've had some big ups and downs um, in my life, but like I managed to keep going um, and keep training. I use training as a as a tool um, to deal with a lot of um, sort of issues, like mental health issues as well. Um, but then there have been times where I've gained weight. You know, at the moment I'm sitting uh, probably uh, six, seven kilos heavier than my normal, um, just through not only the, the you know the COVID consuming. Um, but because of uh, changes in routine and being, you know, going through all this training process to get myself into the job I'm in now, uh, like they're all excuses, don't get me wrong, but it happens. Like, and rather than me 
sit and beat myself up and say, oh, you know, put weight on or whatever. Is I, I'm just dealing with it. It's it's something that happens, um, but it's never over. You know, it's only over if I stop and accept defeat and just keep keep eating and eating and eating and end up back where I was. Um, so there's always this pendulum, oh, pendulum. It's like uh, roller coaster effect of of weight loss. And when you think you've got it nailed and you don't need to try anymore, then that's exactly when you need to try more. You yeah. need to keep it going. And, and yeah, you're right. That's exactly what I was going to probably finish on because it, you're on that journey. We're all on that journey and it never stops. Never ends. Um, never ends. Interesting. In this series, well, I'm going to be talking to quite a few people at the, at the high end of performance and yeah. understanding and showing that they're struggling. They have yeah. struggles. Uh, uh, people that we're working with at the time as the trainers, that's quite eye-opening because we look at people. I've got one of my colleagues that's going to come on um, is a high-end fitness athlete. And, and you think, well, they've got it sorted. It must be easy. Uh, and it's not. Like We only see what we see, don't we? That's the, that's the pinnacle, isn't it? That's the, the top of the iceberg. You don't see the years of training and they've got a good foundation. You know, that, that will be coming from uh, athletes at the top level. Um, it's not not a hobby. Just one day they woke up and thought, oh, you know what? I, I fancy having a crack at this. That's something that has been years and years, uh, uh, hours and hours of them developing their craft. And, and it's, uh, yeah, that's, that's what you see when you get to the top, definitely. So it's now we have got two. The, the 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 Casio has told me it's twenty minutes. So I just want to ask you one more thing. Go on. Did you do that skydive? I didn't. Have you I'm not still done it? Wait- no, I'm still waiting to go back. Um, <laughs> I was hoping to go back. I want to go back to that exact uh, um, place where I was going to do it. It's in uh, Taipo, uh, New Zealand. Wow, I've got to go back. Funding for it or something. <laughs> <laughs> not the moment. Not the moment. <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much for your time and um, your hope and, helps on yeah definitely and guys make sure you um, subscribe to our YouTube channel make sure you comment um, share this post across and thank you for your time hopefully it's useful and it'd be great to hear your um, perspectives on what we've chatted about so Taz thanks very much again thank you very much um, you take care guys bye bye